Welcome to the Static Zone podcast, where we discuss everything you watched back when TV had a static, snowy, snow-covered channel before you popped in your VHS or moved on over to Channel 3. With me is my co-host in the Static Zone. Look at that pooper man, Corey, a.k.a. Tornado Jones. And I asked for that to be there specifically. So. <laughs> have no fear. I is here. I'm Scotty Moe. Um... This week on the Static Zone podcast, you guessed it by you guessed it by those known quotes from this movie, right? We are watching the one and only Hackers. So I hope you people are ready. I hope you can see. Is that the PSP version? That's right. I'm holding up the the UMD copy of Hackers. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, look at that scrumptious device there, buddy. Uh, it's got. Yeah, look, does yours have an inside cover? Yeah. Uh, no, it doesn't have an inside cover, but it has this really cool eight-page pamphlet that I'm going to talk about a little bit later. Yeah, I'm jealous of that. Mine says on the back in really tiny font. Uh, I don't think the oh, it, yeah, it says it says read the paperback books. I don't know what the hell that means. What? <laughs> there were paperback but, uh, books of this, of this whatever the fuck it is on the back of my UMD case. It says that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Ooh. I'm not sure. Really not sure. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. There's the cough for the audio. Um, but yeah, everybody, check it out. Episode two, we made it. Um, if you're listening to this, thanks. We've got plenty more to come, and uh, we appreciate your patience as we continue to get our feet wet. Um, but I'm waiting for a burp to go away, and it's just not happening. So um, we, uh, I don't think we need to give our background again. We did that in the first episode, right? Nah, yeah, we're good. Go listen to episode number one, Yeah, uh, which we did over The Wizard. You can go check that out on... As of right now, everywhere you listen to podcasts, except for Apple, because oh thanks, yeah, Apple. you know, um, I listened to you rant about that, and had I known that would have been an issue, I would have offered to set it up because I've had an Apple ID. I'm gonna give you the login, and you take care of that. I'm not talking to Apple anymore. <laughs> I hope all of you could hear Corey's nostrils flare through the audio on that. Probably not because of fucking RTX, but I didn't know me. that. Sorry. I didn't know that was a um. I didn't know that was a was a thing. I don't know. I've just had an Apple ID forever. He said with his 5S phone. I know, um, right? Every time I see your phone, I'm like, "What? Like, where'd you get that?" <laughs> like, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, more like, "How can anyone still own that?" It's uh, much like laptops in this movie because these laptops are insane looking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get into it. Let's run through the factoids real quick here. Um, directed by Lane Softly or Lane Softly, Jesus. Lane Softly. Uh, he was also known, his first movie his, before this was Backbeat, and I wrote it as Backbat. It is Backbeat, which is a movie about the Beatles. Um, he also did The oh, Skeleton Key and K-Pax. Uh, so yeah, check, I do want to check out Backbeat just as a result of all the stuff that people said in the bonus stuff of my Blu-ray of this movie. Um, but the uh, movie synopsis, essentially... 1995, bitches. Group of teenage hackers are framed for the crime of a capsizing oil tanker. They must clear their names and hack the planet for the sake of humanity and their nonstop rollerblading lifestyle. Uh, that is not the release date of this film. God damn it. I, everything else is correct, though. Uh, why don't you look up when this film was released while I keep talking, Corey? Uh, so the budget of this was estimated to be $20 million. The gross domestic opening weekend was $3.2 million. And somehow finishing in fourth that weekend, though, um, it did not release 
internationally. It was only on the weekend. So let me go to that weekend and let's see what else came out on that weekend. Uh, no, we won't. Never mind. Um, uh, so I, just to correct you, I don't think it was Lane softly. I think it is like Ian. It's Ian. Softly. It's Ian. Okay, yeah. cool. Just uh, just a uh, all the hackers out there don't. I don't want them to get mad at us. So that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the movie was released in September or on September fifteenth of nineteen ninety five, according to go. uh Google. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I found uh, I found the domestic weekend here in 1995, September 15th through 17th. So um, that's pretty crazy. We're coming up on the what would 25th? Nope. Yeah. Wait. No. 26th. 26th anniversary is uh, in a month at the time of this recording. About a month. Um, we also had let's let's see what other movies are out there. The Usual Suspects, um, Mortal Kombat, the first one. Um, but we the top... had we had to have mentioned hackers in the Mortal Kombat episode of the Mega Vision Sideshow at some point, probably. Um, so, but somehow, okay, the the oh, new this week, so new debuting movies this week: Clockers, never heard of that. Angus, don't remember that. Mute Witness, Unstrung Heroes, The Stars Fell on Henrietta, and Cold Blooded. Those are all the new ones, but also out during this time of release was Batman Forever, Hasper, Desperado, Apollo thirteen. Uh, yeah, they're they're Babe, um, Braveheart. I remember Babe. Uh, that'll do. Pig. Stay tuned for our episode on Babe. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, to Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julian Amar. There, yeah. there's a lot of mid nineties were a crazy time for movies like it was like 80s were pretty solid overall but the 90s were like up and down in my opinion Didn't we get like jumanji in like 96 or something like that probably I'll, I'll be honest basically 93 to 6 are kind of a blur for me um yeah but sounds about uh, right yeah 97 everything honed in because that was when the sega saturn came out but uh anyway hackers september uh, great. Yeah, I mentioned Gross Worldwide. It didn't get an international release, so it doesn't have that. Um, so it was a flop financially. But yeah. let's talk about those stars because they are anything yeah. but flops in this movie. Holy, I could probably we'll get into it. I could probably watch this cast do anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you say like, cast, you just mean everybody or like just the hackers? Uh, I mean Matthew Willard <laughs> mainly, but <laughs> Matthew Willard. Yeah. So we've got Johnny Lee Miller. Uh, he plays Dade. Oh shit! Look at God damn it! Sorry, there's it too is, much shit on my screen. Hold on, I got you. It, it, it's just Dade. We'll say Dade. Yeah, but it, it's it's Dade. I was trying to um, there we go. Match him up with his names, but I keep losing. Oh, uh, the Zero Cool and uh, Crash Overdrive. Yeah, where his and then Zero Cool was when the stuff happened when he was a kid. I think. Yes. Right. Exactly. Um. Okay, Dade and Kate. Yeah. Angelina Jolie. All of them. Uh, she. Oh, wait. Let me back up. Johnny Lee Miller. He's also known for Train Spotting, Dracula 2000, and Ian <laughs> Flux in the 2005 adaptation of that. Um, also, we have Angelina Jolie. I don't know if I need to tell anyone who that is who's listening to this podcast, but she was in Tomb Raider. She was Lara Croft. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, uh, and Maleficent more recently. Um, she did do something more recently that I can't remember the name of, so it's not important. 
Um, the Maleficent sequel. There's a second one. No, she did. She had something else newer. Like we're talking like two weeks ago or something. Oh wow! Um, okay, I forget though. Now you're gonna make me look at it. Uh, Don't worry about it. Who's next? <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Um, and then Matthew Lillard, also worth mentioning, he what he played Shaggy in the Scooby Doo live action movies. I think that's what most people know him for. Um, even though he was, he in, was in, yeah, he was in Scream. Um, that's all I'll say, just in case no one has seen it before. Uh, and then the also, I know what he was in. So yeah, he was in SLC Punk. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And uh, he's been in lots of stuff. He's done lots of stuff. Uh, he um, was supposed to be at a convention coming up soon that I was kind of excited to see him for. They were trying to do a Scream reunion, but that's not probably happening. Uh, but, oh, and I'm sorry, I did not mention the other, oh, what is his name now? Let's take a look. It's in a book. Shut the Ooh, hell is up. it? I can tell you. I Fisher can you Stevens out. as there the plague. Go. And also Penn of Penn and Teller. Um, yeah. Also Mark Anthony. I don't know if you know who Mark Anthony is, but he's like uh, a big actor that was married to J-Lo for a while, I believe. Which one? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He, well, he's a Latin pop star, isn't he, or something? Maybe that's um, what it is. Yeah. yeah I didn't know. He, I couldn't remember. I was like, I don't remember him as an actor. I guess he's a just a, a pop star then. He's kind of like, I haven't heard him, his name in a long time. Marco Antun, Antonio Muniz. Muniz. Frankie yeah, Muniz. But Penn, is... Right away, I was like, I think that's Penn. And even as a kid, when I saw this movie, I was like, that's Penn from Penn & Teller. But for some yeah. reason, I don't know what happened down the road, but I, I had put it in my head that... No, that's what you always think that it is Penn from Penn and Teller, but every time you look it up, it's not. And then when I looked it up, I was like, "Oh, you're just insane!" Is what you are because <laughs> that's not true. It's totally Penn uh, Penn Gillet from Penn and Teller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So there's a lot of people in this uh, that are not as active now, aside from maybe Angelina, Angelina Jolie, and Matthew Lillard, but. They're doing stuff here and there. Um, they they're like on episodes of TV shows and stuff like that. And, yeah, uh, like TV shows you probably never even heard of, but it's just um, like same crap kind of. Yeah, and uh, what what's uh, Jesus Christ? I just Fisher Stevens. Um, I first saw him in Short Circuit as the problematic Indian character. Oh yes, yes sir, yes sir. That's. It's bad. It's bad. It's not good. Apparently, he was in Super Mario Bros. as well. Oh, yeah. He's one of the Koopa brothers. Oh, he's Iggy. That's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yep. so cool. I didn't know that. Maybe that was... No, that. I think Short Circuit I saw before Mario Brothers. Um, yeah, Short Circuit's 88 or something, I think. Uh, 86. Oh, okay. Um, so this movie is something. And it's straight up out of the 90s. It's by, uh, we mentioned the director's name, and I will say that he had a vision, and he went with it. And he knew what he wanted after watching the the the, uh, the add-ons of this. Um, again, yeah. not a sponsor. I got the Blu-ray Shout Factory version. Um, it is the 25th anniversary, 20th, wait, 20th anniversary? Hmm, you got okay. gypped. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, I think this has been on their store for a little bit of time. Uh, but uh, the disc is great because it's got that cool, like, downward yeah, it's, view of them. It's the soundtrack uh, cover. That's the cover yeah. of the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, again, Shout Factory's got good stuff, not a sponsor. But there's, a, like, an hour-long thing of bonuses on here. Uh, let me just read you the title of the bonus. 
uh, the keyboard cowboys, a look back at hackers. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, one thing I will say in the bonus stuff, Emmanuel Goldstein is a real person, is a real hacker who Matthew yes. Lillard plays in this. Um, but they actually had hacker consultants for this movie. Uh, so it is pretty true to what was happening. Um, we'll get to different scenes and stuff, but some things that I thought were totally outlandish did actually occur. So <laughs> we'll get to them. Oh, though. I was I was gonna say too. Johnny Lee Miller actually attended like a hacker convention <laughs> so he could learn like the lingo and like how to look like a like how to act like a hacker, just like okay. walking around and stuff like that. I it's funny that he would have to do that when all you have to do is just act like a normal person. Like I guess so. <laughs> Um, I don't, I, I didn't look into it, but they say elite a lot in this. Do you know if this originated from that or if that was just hacker? I think they're just saying they're elite. Okay. Like E-L-I-T-E. Not like. Oh yeah, no, I know that. But I mean, well, elite didn't just start with just elite. It started with, it's an, it's a shortened version of elite, which we're just that lazy that we can't say two syllables, but, um. Right? Yeah. Uh, so this movie was not received well. Like it, it, nobody gave a shit about it. And it is definitely a cult classic now. Um, and it, it was funny. Another thing, in, and then we'll get into like our impressions overall. Something else on the bonuses. Someone, uh, it was either the director or the producer on it, but someone said it's very much like the definition of, of a cult film is no one sees it when it comes out. It's not received. It takes like a decade or two for anyone to notice it. And then it becomes super popular. So that's exactly what happened with this movie. Because I don't think anybody exactly. cared about it when it released. Um, and especially four years later when Matrix overshadowed any type of computer-related movie. Uh, you know, it was kind of left by the wayside. Which, um, funny enough, like, this movie, the director actually didn't want to utilize, like, a bunch of, like, CG and stuff like that. Like, yeah, we could have had a hackers that had, like, lawnmower man effects and shit like that. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it could have turned into like Johnny Mnemonic or uh, Brain Scan yeah. in a lot of yeah. moments. Um, the uh, for brain scan. <laughs> for me, um, this was not my first time watching it. I remember seeing this as a kid, but like fun. not really caring about it. I don't think anything about it mattered to me because I was not. I wasn't into computers until like ninety eight, maybe at the early right. whenever. Basically, whenever Half Life came out, whenever the first Half Life was released, that was. Or, yeah. no, I guess nine. Yeah, ninety-eight. Yeah, now I remember that was when. It's about uh, the time I got my computer too. Yeah. Um. But uh. So did you? Uh. So you said this is not your first time seeing it. How familiar are you with this movie, sir? I I I was familiar enough with it to know the premise of it, but going back and rewatch, I watched it twice for this podcast, and uh, I didn't remember as much as I thought I did about the movie. Like. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely a movie that I'm like, I've seen hackers, but then I think about it. I'm like, I I've never watched hackers analytically two nights in a row. So Man. it is I've got some stuff that I can go through on my on my list. But there's a lot of like, and you were talking about Emmanuel Goldstein. Apparently that is it. It's so it's a character from George Orwell's 1984, which makes. Oh, it, OK. Which makes sense because Matthew Lillard's character, who is named Emmanuel Goldstein, quotes 1984. That's how he's intro is introed. And uh, uh, yeah, he's in it before that well, scene, but that's kind of the first conversation. Yeah, with his we have with his him. mix his mixtape of artists that have a. I've never forgotten that. I don't know why, but that I remembered 
more than anything else from this movie. Um, so, yeah. So, well, let's let's kind of lay the groundwork a little bit for what this is, um, and then we'll get more into it. So, the actual plot we kind of gave the synopsis, but the actual plot, um, you know, as with any cool movie, it starts in Seattle, uh, nineteen eighty-eight. Um, when uh, which now that I think about it, the timeline doesn't really add up. If he turned, how old was he when he got framed or not framed? It was he was eleven. Oh, okay, that does add up then. Um, he was so seven years, yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Zero Cool, who is Dade fucking what I don't even his last just name doesn't Dade. matter. Yeah. Just, just Dade. Just Dade. Dade here. Just Dade. Um he hacked into the government is the short version of it. And uh as uh, a child I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry, sir. Oh, it was fifteen hundred and seven. Crashed fifteen hundred and seven uh systems they make 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 sure to say that many times (laughs) yes they sure do um and so because of that he was taken to court and you can't arrest an 11 year old but um he was forbidden to use a computer or a touchtone phone until he turned 18 um and forty six (laughs) thousand dollars yeah oh yeah 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 uh, I wanted to point out this intro though because I completely forgot about all of this with the SWAT, the SWAT team, all of this in slow motion yeah, with a SWAT yeah. team and a dog barking, and uh, because a hacker did something that they and, they use that in like three scenes later, like right back to back, or it's not even three scenes. It's like the court scene, and then he's walking out, and they're like, "We got to do slow mo again." And I was just like, you don't have yeah, to do slow-mo like, that much in the first five minutes. It's in and out real bad. And yeah, the slow motion opening for the qu- the credits is just absurd uh, with him going into a not a cop car because they can't arrest a child. But he goes into some car. Um, I can tell you. I can tell you exactly what happened here. I've got okay. a theory on this is they didn't have enough footage of that opening starting thing to show all the credits. So they had oh, to utilize yeah. the slow-mo. Sure, sure. So they could get all the credits in there without having to, make, you know, film new crap. No doubt, I, I would, I would agree with that. That checks out. Um, and then we fast forward to seven years later, and that we can kind of talk about everything. But I do want to point out this is one of the cooler openings for a cheesy hacker movie. When yeah. he, um, he's on an airplane. We fast forward seven years later. Dade and his mom are on an airplane. We don't really know why or anything. He's just looking out the window. I thought he was asleep. But it turns out his eyes are just really close very, to being very, close. Like, yeah, I, I guess because you see him down. blink or something. Yeah, he's like looking out the yeah. airplane window and you see it doesn't make sense from the point of view because an airplane is never this low to buildings <laughs> in a major or city or anywhere. Can you, see, you can never see directly below the plane. either. Yeah. So oh. so it's an obvious like top down helicopter shot. You're just seeing the tops of skyscrapers and stuff. But they do a seamless transition into a circuit board with little um, uh, blips of electrodes and stuff, like taking the place of the cars and everything. But the buildings are the circuit board. And I thought it was really cool. And it's all practical effects, too. Yes, it is. And they do that again at the end of the movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which I thought was really cool. I was like, "Eh, you know, this movie don't have a lot going for it, but I'll give it that. All right. So So they I appreciate how they went right into this and show that it was his 18th birthday with very small things because uh, it was they didn't because it could have been drawn out. It could have been like, oh, we moved. Here's a party. Here's all this shit. But instead, it's just him and his mom being being in a shitty, I guess, a shitty circumstance, even though it's never really implied. But that's not important. Um, no, but she got like a job offer, so it's not really a yeah. shitty circumstance. Like I guess for him because he was in his senior year, 
So right. that sucked yeah. for him. Yeah. But I did like, I really liked it because what they could have done was, like you said, they could have explained it to the ground. They could have made a whole movie on that seven years. Right. But they didn't. And I thought it was very subtle because right away when he gets, when they land, he's right on a computer. Yep. And it doesn't even dawn on you like, oh, like, and then you're, the mom says, by the way, happy birthday. You're like, oh, okay. It's his 18th birthday. So he finally got a computer back. Yeah. So that's why he's in there messing with stuff. Yeah, and he's he's sitting there because his mom says, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm taking over a, a TV network." Yeah, and she's like, "All right, we'll just go to bed soon or something." But then yeah. I wanted to point out this scene because um, he, I don't I don't know what he's doing or I don't know what the goal of this is really. Um, but I guess it's just he's just doing something because he can now, you know. Um, but he's gonna hack well, this TV station and he calls the security office or something, and he's like. Hey, this is Miss Mr. Eddie Vetter, and I'm like, okay, well, this guy's never listened to any music in his life, I guess that you're talking to. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, Pearl Jam had only been out maybe what four years. I mean, yeah, I guess it's not a good enough excuse, but <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. It was it was it was funny to me because I like I had a I did a double ear take. I don't know, like I had to like oh, think I for a second. It. I was I like, it. wait, I think I know that name. I think that's a real person. Cause uh, yeah, but yeah. Um, well, and you get so... a little bit, you get a little bit into Dade's character because you're like, oh, he's he's doing it because he wants to be a hacker. But you get a little subtle, and maybe I'm looking too much into it. But you get that little subtlety of that he is like a good hacker because what the TV station he is hacking into is showing a program that's being very racist and homophobic and like, oh all yes, that. I forgot about that. So he takes that down. So, and he was just, and the funny thing, <laughs> but he, get a job. Yeah, get a job, like, says the 18-year-old who hasn't worked a day in his life. Yeah. Yeah, but you get a little bit of seeing where he lies, like, you know, where his stuff is. He is, you know, ultimately a good person. But mm-hmm. he's also a kid that, and in the next scene, we are told, shown that he's like, I'm still a virgin. And I was just like, okay, I don't think we need to have that in there. But whatever. No, but I, I I won't go scene for scene. I just want to lay out yeah. some of this stuff to kind of set the standard for where like the the dramatic how the drama is portrayed in this. Um, yeah. Because once he tries to once he gets access to the modem and whatever for the TV station, then he tries to well he does change the show like you said from the 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 idiot bigot to then I forget what he actually puts on. Uh, I, I want to say limits. Looney Tunes, but oh yeah, that's right, Out of Limits. Um, and then he goes into like a hacking battle because something happens Man. and like the screen flashes up with like what every font everybody used on their first GeoCities page. <laughs> like, well, it's the don't steal a car. You wouldn't steal a car. Yeah, font is what it looks like. Exactly. Flaming letters of nonsense um, with burn. with with not even like early, early uh, uh, text talk, essentially, because it's like you are and other shit like that. And like oh, S.E.Z. Yeah. like says and all that crap. Oh, it's um, early, yeah, it's the early what texting basically became. became so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and you find out so he's trying to go or and do all this shit, and then somebody else is in there, and the the person the, the the other hacker is like, "You're on my turf" or something like that. And we find out later. They're like, "Who do you think you are?" And he starts to type in zero cool, but he's like, "Oops, that name's got a track record. I'm Crash mm. Override." And then the other hacker is like, "I'm Acid Burn." And in my head, I'm both like, these are stupid names, but cool. It's the 90s. Acid Burn's cooler than Crash Override. But I, um, I thought they were really cool. Okay. So. <laughs> um, but so we see a hacker battle and we see hacker vision 
which is like borderline Johnny Mnemonic shit, and it's pretty great. Uh, it's pretty when did Johnny Mnemonic come out? Ninety two or something. I'm oh, not sure. Okay. Uh, so it predates this movie. I it's either before this or it is. Oh, ninety five. Whoops. Uh oh. Win of ninety five. Yeah, let's look at that. Let's let's take a quick gander. May. Oh, Johnny or uh, hackers John. stole it from Johnny Mnemonic. <laughs> no, January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September. Johnny Mnemonic yeah. laying laying the groundwork. You said it backwards, I think. Oh, did I? My bad. Whatever. Uh, or maybe I did. But I just want you to get to the one line that I know you're getting to. So... Oh, ha- uh, wait. Oh, oh, oh! In this battle, yes, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> because. Fucking Eddie Vedder, Crash Override, Dade Atlas, whatever the fuck his name is, lays out that lovable chestnut, mess with the best, die like the rest. And that is some quality stuff. That actually wasn't the one I was talking about. Oh, then I don't know what you're talking about. At the end of the battle, he loses the hacker battle, and he goes, well, shit on me. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Which I said yeah. I have said plenty of times in real life, and I wonder if that is subliminally well, I absorbed it from me. this movie. Yeah, well, shit on uh, me. Uh, so so we're that's not gonna go kind of what happens at the beginning. The rest of the movie, yeah, we're not going to go that hard into the rest of the movie. We just want to tell you that's what you're going to get in probably the first ten minutes of the movie. I would say even less than that. Yeah. So, but so, then we get the quick uh, um, reason that they are there. I guess they move from Seattle to it is New York, which I didn't understand at first because I saw. The Empire State Building, but I didn't see the Twin Towers anywhere at first. I mean, it was weird. So what's jacked up is there's some trivia about this is like at one point, the Pan Am building has its name on it. But then what is it? It's the Pan Am uh, building name changed to something else. Oh, but they they show footage of that building having both the names. So one time in one shot, it'll say the Pan Am. The other one, it says the other name of it. And you're just like, wait, what? So interesting. Um, that's something. But, but yeah, no rollerblades. Uh, not like we said. It's if you every trope that was in the nineties was you know the hacker, all the crazy colors and yeah. the hacker vision, rollerblades, all that crap. I mean, the what? It's not even a regular skateboard that the that plague comes in on. It's like no, it's one of the fish body. bones or whatever. Yeah, it's one of the big ones. And you're just like. All right, and that's how we first introduce uh get our antagonist is never do not fear I is here. Dude, that entrance of him on that skateboard is so stupid and great though. Like It's not as stupid as when he has to get the floppy disk from Dade. Oh my god. When he's holding oh on to god. the car, yeah. he's holding on to a like a Well, that's sketching. Know, like that's a, what's like... that's what sketching is. Well, I thought Skitchin was at the back of the car. He was, it's, like, it's, holding onto the window. Holding on to any portion of it, I believe. Okay. Um, so he skitches, and then we're just like, oh, no, the bad guys won. And you're just like, what the fuck is going on, man? Yeah. Like, well, the you know what? I would say this Blu-ray is worth it for the hour of this stuff, because they have... I am not going to remember his name for the life of me. Who plays Plague? Awfully. Oh, who plays Plague is Fisher Stevens. He's in like they inter- they have him in this. They have Penn in it as well, uh, oh, and nice. Math- and Matthew Willard. Honestly, I'd watch. I would. I would Matthew listen to anything. Willard. I would. Well, him too. I would listen to anything Matthew Willard says about this movie. Um, yeah. Especially because he is like so calm now, um, and yeah. compared to the character in this thing. But uh, 
it's very fun to hear them talk about it now 20 years later and it, all of them pretty much say like they were surprised how uh ahead of its time this was because people were like laughing at them for like computers aren't gonna do this are you kidding me they're gonna be able to go into this and do yeah. this and and talk to people and um it, there's a couple of things which i'm sure we'll mention that just don't make sense like turn on your laptop and set it to receive a file i it did it did nothing worked that quickly in <laughs> five, but um but uh yeah so it's it's really fun but um he did learn how to skateboard for this uh and was like pretty oh, committed Fisher to it i guess it? yeah yeah he was he committed to the point that he was taken to the hospital for uh like <laughs> to bailing pretty hard at one point so wow, good stuff good it. stuff good stuff um yeah what did you think of this overall though so i remembered i remember one of the first times i actually sat down and watched it was when i was i was in my 20s i had never actually sat down and watched it i'd always heard hmm. about it and uh -huh. my roommate was like let's sit down and watch it and i was like oh this movie is pretty cool well now that was about 10 years ago now i would say it's if you've never seen it, at least watch it once. But it's rough around the edges. Just remember oh, okay. that. And what you mean, oh. the practical effects or what? No, no, no. So it's just like just capture well, one one positive it. thing before I forget. It's got a surprisingly diverse cast for the mid nineties. Yes, it has a very diverse cast. Uh, I'm talking like all nationalities and stuff like that. But it, I don't know, man. It's just like I get it. It's the nineties, but. I don't think the acting is particularly good, except oh. Matthew Lillard. Matthew yeah. Lillard he is, steals I like Matthew He steals Lillard. every fucking scene he's in. And I'll give it to Fisher Stevens, too. Fisher Stevens is so he, over the top that it's kind yeah. of, it's enjoyable. He, you, you hate him as soon as yeah. he's introduced. <laughs> yeah, which is, it's like uh, with Game of Thrones, with Joffrey. Like, if you, if someone hates you, hates your guts as a character, and you're, sp and you're supposed to be hated, then you're doing your job right. Like, yeah. who cares? Unfortunately, but, uh, though, like this movie ha suffers from like I, I don't care what happens to this main character. The star of this oh, no. is a piece of Johnny shit. Johnny Miller's terrible. Johnny yeah. Miller. Not it's like he's like the um, Ted of How I Met Your Mother. Like you're so fucking basic. I don't care what is going on with you. Well, it's also too. I don't know if it was his acting or if it's the audio, which I'm about to get into. Oh, but okay. there were very there are many parts where you, it's just it feels like he just walks into a room and it's just like. Hey, what's going on in here? And you're just like, whoa, calm down, man. Like, you don't have to do that. Like, like those are the takes they kept. But mm. I'm going to chalk some of that up to the audio because I'm watching this movie. And Scotty, at one point specifically, it's the escalator scene between Plague. And I did I catch that. And I think it's the Laura. It's one of the CEOs or something that you find out yeah. that Plague is actually with and all that shit don't know why. but i'm like something something is off in this audio like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's either you don't hear the background because they're in a very crowded i'm talking like five stories of elevators sorry there's or a escalators in here them. yeah it's, it's like a, their office is in a mall or something almost yeah and you're just like something is off about this audio it just doesn't sound right and at the very end of the scene you're like oh it's not synced correctly because oh is that right the, okay well, it's not even that. What it is is, come to find out, there was some re like audio re-recordings that mm. were done by a studio called Pinewood Studios in London. Okay. And the only reason I knew that they redid some stuff is because there is another scene where Angelina Jolie's character is watching Johnny Miller, or I'm sorry, Dade and Acid, Acid Burn and Dade are at her. Her computer. name is Kate. Yeah. Yeah, her name's Kate. 
And she says, I hope you don't screw the way or as slow as you type or something like something that. Something like that. I was like, that's a weird line. So I looked at it, too, and I was like, Angelina Jolie's not British because that line, if you listen to that line, it is specifically a British woman dubbing that part. And the oh. reason it was dubbed is because the original line that Angelina Jolie said was, I hope you don't fuck like you type. But the reason they took it out is so they would get a PG-13 rating, even though there's a two-second scene where you see Angelina Jolie's breasts. Oh, there's longer than two seconds, because it happens another time when she's wearing a certain shirt. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're you're yeah. not wrong. Yeah. And for so. a second, I was like, wait a minute, yeah, she's British, but then I was like, no, that's not, that's Laura Croft, She, that's not her. Yeah, no, because <laughs> in my second watching, I caught it, and I was like, wait yeah. a minute. And okay. I rewound, I did the double, the audio double take, and I rewound it a couple times, I was like... All right, I get it now. I started. I actually started researching for you. Got me to research for hackers, Scotty. Like <laughs> shit, gotta, where I was like, it was bothering me throughout the day. I was like, I need to know what talk. happened with this. Yeah, but that's fine with speaking me. Speaking of hacker talk, that's all throughout this shit, man. So good, so good. Um, we got to talk about this hangout place. This like cool. Uh, what was it called? Uh, what What was the actual name of it? I, I wrote down I everything it was about like, it except it's for like that. The, the hacker club that everybody went to. Yeah. I, I'm sure if I could type in hacker movie club, it'll come nah, up. No, you're going to get pulled up a lot of Mr. Rob, Robot crap, probably. Uh, Cyberdelia. Got it. Uh, well, there you go. Cyberdelia. Oof. Yeah. Hell yeah. So Cyberdelia is like what would happen again if in the first Ninja Turtles movie someone created into a entire buildings worth of that cool um dropout zone like that cool yeah. dropout hangout like this is where the hackers go and it looks like it almost looks like the entrance to a church or something because it's it's um well Very it's open for new york like yeah that too yeah that too um must have been one of the better parts or something but uh the like entrance where there's like people uh doing like street side booths and selling yeah. shit out there, including uh, Matt Which Lillard's character. Yeah. yeah, Matt Lillard's character selling mixtapes of people that have uh, uh, died on asphyxiation. So that's great. Um, yeah. Which great I thought was hilarious, but that straight up introduces his character perfectly. <laughs> that it is, really does. The man yeah. is... That character, I can tell you, is not just eccentric. That char character is doing some kind of drugs or acid, is what they're doing. Like, Yeah. But he portrays he, um, him very, very well. I, 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 Matt, like I said, Matthew Lillard stole the show in this movie, along yeah. with Fisher Stevens. He apparently first went for the role as Dade and got it, but then he tested with some other people as the other character, and they put him in as this. That's so, interesting because the yeah. character, the actor that uh, plays Joey, who is like the up and like the guy that's trying to be the a newbie. Hacker, I couldn't remember his name. I kept calling him newbie. Yeah, uh, he gets his comeuppance, which is good. Like he, yeah. he gets the yeah. finishes big hack which i like uh right. he applied for the date position and also got it but then he, he decided to go with the joey character he did a lot of research for this apparently like a lot of them did but he did it look it sounded like more than anyone but um and he's a good looking kid too but i think he looks too babyish to be the he lead looks weird guy. with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth yeah that's yeah um it looks like a 13 year old trying to be cool and smoke a cigarette which maybe yeah that's exactly what they needed that character to look like so maybe um but this like hangout area uh cyberdelia it, it is the foot clan hq basically but mm. i i i added in my notes here there are just posters covering the outside um you know you see like 
four rows of the same poster in a lot of areas and stuff. That's kind of what this looks like with a, bunch, a couple different posters. Um, right. it, it was either, yeah, it was either like a church or fire hall or VFW. I don't know. Um, there's a rollerblade course inside or not, maybe not a course, but just like a place to get around on. Um, cause there Fancy wasn't anybody shit. like doing tricks or anything like that. It was just clearly wow. just their mode of transportation. Um, it's cooler to rollerblade than it is to walk Scotty. Well, I legitimize that in my head because in New York, I could understand not wanting to always take the subway and needing a quick way to get around that wasn't, uh, you know, segways, all the ride sharing shit wasn't around then. So God forbid if you had to go uphill, though. Yes, yes, yes. Um, And most of all, or most importantly of all, there is a video game on a giant projector screen. Uh, Did you know what that video game was? Is that a real video game? It's Wipeout on PS1. I thought it... So at first, when I saw it, I was like, this looks like Wipeout. And then in my head, I was like, this just sound, feels like Star Wars, because it's like you're going in a trench and you got to hit targets and oh. shit like that. Yeah, it's not like, screen for screen Wipeout, because you don't do that in that game. Okay. But I thought when the ships were launching, I was like, that kind of looks like Wipeout. But then yeah. it just went out of my head really quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That So that's so... Yeah, that's in there for some reason with like weird dual flight sticks as the controllers for a racing game yeah i mean it's the only game that's actually in the movie i believe yeah true but this isn't about games this ain't no wizard um no it definitely isn't it definitely even though we i did notice a trend there is an easter egg in this which might be a continuing thing for this podcast i don't know if if uh if uh you listen to the first episode let us know on one of our social platforms somewhere if you found the Easter egg that apparently has continued on from the wizard into this. Yes, um, we're not, we're, we might follow up next podcast, but we might not ever tell you. Yeah. So for anyone that ever listens to this 10 years down the road, they're like, what the fuck is it? Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah well, uh, uh, another, thing, another thing I wanted to point out was, what did you think about, because you said, I know recently, I think it was last year, that the soundtrack got re-released for Record Day yeah, uh, on vinyl. Uh, what do you think about this soundtrack that was in the movie? Yeah, it was it was a record store day release for 2020, which sort of happened, sort of didn't happen, like record store day itself. I mean, um, yeah. so I, I wasn't too concerned with trying to get anything on that list this year. Normally, I, I sit out at like 5 a.m. to do that shit because uh, for funsies. Yeah. But um, it's uh, it, it it's perfect for this movie. A lot of songs are straight up perfect for this movie. Um, some of them don't make any sense at all, like the ending credits one. Um, but they, uh, something about the soundtrack though, which I learned from the bonus shit is it was not released until after this movie because it was such a hassle to apparently get like an actual record contract or not a record, a soundtrack, like a record deal, I guess, sort of. Um, because otherwise though, in like, well, the music in this movie was very much like taking over the UK during this time, like 95. Um, so we're talking like Prodigy and... and. Well, that's what I was going to say was I really wish they would have worked with like... Because I looked it up. This is pre-Fat of the Land. Fat of the Land, uh, Fat of the Land from the Prodigy, which is like their huge record, was like 96 or 97. Mm-hmm. So maybe they weren't as big as like for them to see it. But man, if Prodigy would have done the soundtrack for this, I think the movie would have been a lot better. <laughs> maybe. Um, but it, uh, it, it, what they had to say about it, though, is it's a shame that they couldn't release the soundtrack before because that's kind of part of the marketing for movies, or it was yeah. back then. Um, and definitely. it definitely would have helped. But 
Uh, supposedly, though, it had like three versions released, and one of them actually went platinum in other countries. What? <laughs> yeah. It is amazing to see what doesn't do well here, but does right. amazing overseas. And uh, apparently the scene where the big montage hacking at the end, um, yeah. that like track that's playing over all that stuff, uh, there's a, a, a um, significant guitar riff that people were saying sounded like Pink Floyd. I don't listen to enough Pink Floyd or any really to know that. Um, but on really? the bonus stuff, they the one of the producers or somebody involved with it said that his friend offered to help with uh, a, a track for that because originally it was going to be a cover of a Jimi Hendrix song and that didn't work out. Um, so he's like, let me just write the, let me, I can write something for you and I can get some friends to help me out. And they, like the bonus stuff was like, yeah, they did. He did. He asked a, a couple of friends and the way he said it, I was like, okay, so what band helped him out with this or whatever? Yeah. So apparently the song Grand Central Station was written by Guy Pratt and Pink Floyd's David Gilmore, but they only, they literally just a couple years ago released information that it was David Gilmore. Like, I don't think they legally could say that because I'm not sure if he legally assisted on this. Really? So, That's yeah. interesting because they credit that in the movie. Oh, and really? They credit that, they credit the song, mm, but I mm -hmm. don't know if they credit the actual, like, David Gilmore in that. No, he, he was, he was uncredited, uh, but it was confirmed, let's see, earlier this year, when was this article... Do, 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 do. 2020. So they probably had to for the release of the record store thing, record store day uh, release. Okay. Which they did a double LP for. Uh, and it's got a lot of tracks on it, which I kind of want to grab now. I kind of want to find that. Um, it's uh, according to Discogs. Yeah, it's going for 65 bucks, which probably was what it was on record store day. Uh, it's insane. Let's see. Three, six, nine, twelve. Only 13 tracks, but plenty on there. Holy shit. Oh, wow, um, you're right. Mm -hmm. It says written by Guy Pratt and performed by Deep Cover. Ah, there you go. It doesn't say anything about David Gilmore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you That's go. That's interesting. That's very That's cool. I like, like shit like that. That's yeah, great. Factoids, you know. Um, But uh, we're talking about the hangout, all that stuff. Like, we gotta bring up the fashion in this movie. The fucking costumes are nuts if there's anything oh, anyone of, remembers yeah yeah i'm trying to see so in this pamphlet that i have that's in the i have what is this the 19 when was this released i don't it's know when this actually something, or, uh, was released. probably early 2000s for that thing yeah something like that it this says was 06 the, this fantastic umd movie was 2006 Oh my god! All right, sorry, two thousand five. So this was the ten year. And we had the same, we had the same cover too. So maybe it's around the same time. But it comes with this little pamphlet that says uh, different things. It has, uh, it says for it looks like Roger Burton followed the current trend of techno wear. Hell yeah! Uh, quote quote the New York and UK club scene is really into cyber fashion right now. Softly says, which is the director. Uh, they were scouring secondhand clothing stores, thrift shops, and even street side vendor tables for clothing oh, with a credible, yeah. with a credible street look. So, okay, that tells you a little bit about it. Um, what I have here that the costume designer said about all that stuff is he was he was literally trying to create like social tribes with these outfits, which I think he succeeded in doing. Um, oh yeah, and and the cast actually got to pick a lot of what they wore and how they looked. 
um matt lillard's character uh he was like that i kind of his character even better <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. but he's like i kind of wanted longer hair my hair was already long but they actually got me some extensions and then you know they did the ponytail or the pigtails thing for him um angelina's white jacket that's actually a ski jacket with the sleeves cut off uh oh really okay yeah I see that yeah so and um that fucking army or like motorcycle jacket that Dade has on looks like it's straight out of Akira or something. The anime movie Akira. It yeah. it's so dumb, but it doesn't like it looks like it was made for this movie, but it is literally a motorcycle jacket from the seventies or the sixties or something. They didn't do he's anything so, to it. He's so vanilla. Like even the jacket, like nothing he wears. You're like, oh, this yeah. makes my makes the character look cool. All the it's literally the supporting cast that looks a lot cooler. Than vanilla. Him. Yeah, even Joey um, is dressed appropriately to how his character is. Yeah, like his mom dressed him, which they yeah. point out. Boy uh, meets world. So. I like that. that was great. That's a great. I like that line. Uh, that's pretty good. I like the character that plays Freak. I, oh, I'm sorry. I like the actor that plays Freak. I've seen that actor before. I believe they've been in Con Air. They've been in a bunch yep. of other stuff too. But yeah. the, the uh, character that they play that one very good. Uh, they don't. It's not clear not whether he gets out of jail at the end. He's not right? really. <laughs> yeah, uh, Ronaldo. And I also realize. Okay, and I also realize, like on the disc and like on this old cover, like of the soundtrack and stuff, he's not on it. Everybody else is, though. That is true, and he's we got, a we, bigger. He's a bigger character than Joey is. We didn't even mention their 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 um their hacker names. We got to go through these. Um, so okay. the one we're talking about is uh the freak, which is spelled P H R E A K. Oh yeah, of course. Um, right. I, does Joey ever get a name? I don't remember. Uh, you said no. Joey's just Joey. Okay, just Joey. Uh, then we got Crash Override, Acid Burn, um, Lord serial Nikon. Killer. Yeah, serial Lord spelled Nikon. like serial spelled like the food killer, and then Lord yep. Nikon. Um, and then of course the protagonist or antagonist. Sorry, uh, the plague. Um, Which, by the way, we know his name is Eugene because the character says Eugene. And he goes, "I told you." To call me the plague. <laughs> yeah, that's Oof. also they hired uh someone named the plague for their head of security well, I don't, division. I, I doubt that was on his resume. I don't <laughs> The head bosses he told the head bosses to call him the plague. Well uh, and during then that a virus meeting, yeah. shows and then a virus shows up out of the blue that's going to fuck up all these tankers, and you don't think it's your chief security officer that you had are forced to call the plague by his ego. Did you love the VR reality thing he was doing? Oh, they virtual, don't virtual, virtual, virtuality, I think it was called. Yeah, and he's just like punching. So the, the when he punches with his uh, arm, that doesn't have a VR thing with it no, at all. That's, he's, just he's just into just it, punching. man. He's just, he, it's, a, it's immersion. I, yeah, that, I, sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> um, yeah, the, um, uh but also with his entrance since we're talking about the plague like the i don't know at the mainframe center i don't know where these things called the gibson are it's like a supercomputer but it's like it's a room (laughs) these glass um uh rectangles like structures going straight up that for some reason have code and text and stuff on them i thought it looked awesome but it's dumb as hell it's no, because they go into a room where Penn is sitting at, which, by the way, Penn's character is named Hal, which I think is pretty cool because he's yes. the head of the computer from, you know, all that. Uh, but they sit in there, and it's just, like, this big room that yep. has, like, keyboards around this 
Rectangle Q. Yeah, and hit, the Plague's keyboard is, isn't even a keyboard. It looks like no. fucking... It's just like... Bum, bum. Yeah, that's how the buttons sound. You're yeah, like, it's like Nintendo <laughs> made a keyboard for gorillas or something. The keys are that big. When knowing nowadays, that would be a server room with one computer in it. Like, right. And it would yeah. be a closet is what it would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But instead, it's got like a 12-foot screen in front of them um, with information that doesn't make any sense. Uh, it, uh, fun fact, though, um, Hal, or Penn's character, when he's not paying attention to the security breach, he's sitting there playing a Game Gear. And uh, he said on this bonus there stuff that they just handed him this game and they're like, just act engrossed in this. And uh, he was told to do that. And he, when you see him in the movie, he's actually like playing the game. Penn and Teller are nerds. They they are yeah. they are total nerds. They have how many different video games now and stuff. Um, but they he was playing the Game Gear, and he's like, so when you see me, they cut and they're like, all right, we got five good takes out of that. He's like, oh, he didn't even know because he was just <laughs> that much yeah. into the game that they just handed him. Like I would be too if I was on a movie set and they're like, here, play yeah. this new video game like while you're doing whatever. So they're paying you to do it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, which was funny, and uh, I guess uh, how he got into that movie was he the one of the hacking consultants uh, won a contest that Penn and Teller did. They're like hack our website and then you get to meet us or something like that. And so like through that weird thing, Penn ended up being in this movie somehow because he's friends with one of the hacker consultants, essentially. What's funny, I do have, you said the website. I want to pull up, that's a good little tidbit to something else that did in this pamphlet. It talks about when MGA's, uh, MGM, I'm sorry, uh, set up the website to promote hackers. Oh, yeah. It was, it was hacked so many times it was apparently a group calling themselves the internet liberation front managed to doodle all over the fat the photograph of hackers stars angelina jolie and johnny lee miller and replaced the verbiage this is going to be an entertaining fun promotional site for a movie with this is going to be a lame cheesy promotional site for a movie nice (laughs) got him right and i didn't know either i forgot medicine i Hmm? forgot that Johnny Lee Miller and Angelina Jolie actually got, got married right after this movie was done. Yep, for like a year. Uh, it was four years, but then she what? went to Billy Bob Thornton. Not yeah, according to Wikipedia. Uh, well, I'm on IMDb, or no, I was. I looked it up too. IMDb says they were married for four years. She was married to him for that. how long I said. I got to double check now, because now you got me second-guessing myself. No, yeah. it says 1996 to 1999. Okay, three years. I'm sorry. All right. Well, and then she uh, was with a lady whose name I forget and lost here, and then eventually went to Billy Bob Thornton. So, and then to Brad Pitt. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what her taste in anyone is uh, based on those. But I, for, I forget her dad is John Voight. I always forget that. John Voight. John Voight. <laughs> okay. Uh, but no. Okay. So going back to what you originally asked me. Uh, what did I think about this movie? You should at least watch it once. Uh, but I think I'm good on hackers for a little while. Oh, okay. Um, I'd rather watch, to be honest with you, I think like hackers is cool and fun, but if I shit. want like a cool movie, like, I mean, I can't even say brain scans like that, but I guess I would watch no. Johnny Mnemonic or something over this. I don't know. We'll see. Really? That's interesting. Um, Okay, sorry, I did the thing in Windows where all your things get minimized and I lost what I was looking at. Uh, yeah, we got to also talk about, though, um, 
Hack the Planet, the TV show. Uh, that like idea is I don't know. Yeah, it's it's, just, totally it's cool. fun. That's like a lot it's of like this world is very channel. is very fun to me. Like I I I would I wouldn't mind living in this dumb 1995 because of all the <laughs> shut the hell up. Uh, oh. shake your head at me. The rollerblades and the, the blow off school and be cool with your nerdy friends. Um, I think this is one of the earlier movies to show that it is possible to be a nerd and be cool. Like, I feel like that was a stigma that was not tapped into uh, at this point. Or even just um, be like to like stupid stuff and it still be relevant to the world around you. Like yeah. you're you're making an impact, even though like all this little goofy stuff like, oh, this person thinks they're a hacker. You're like, oh, well, the hackers saved the day in the long run after right. being, you know, painted as these basically in the movie they call them terrorists is what they call them yeah which yeah it's seen it's seen a lot like that today as well um i mean well uh, some are of course but um the thing with this hack the planet show though is it's fun and weird and i guess it's just literally these two dudes razor and blade um great names classic <laughs> they are the well, show just a movie that isn't about the 90s <laughs> uh yeah the the they they have um they show up with a payphone or well i guess not even setting up the scene correctly because they like all go to lord nikon's place and then matt lillard's character serial killer i couldn't tell if he was homeless or if he like just had a bad home life or what i like the one line by the freak because date is like what's with this guy and the freak goes his parents miss woodstock and he's been trying to make up for it ever since like that doesn't really answer any question that was asked but that's fine you don't need it <laughs> yeah you absolutely don't need it matthew lillard just gives you a good character and a good performance and you're just like yeah. i don't care i yeah, don't need yeah, the backstory yeah. i don't no, need the marvel no. origin story so no not at all yeah thanks marvel um but they, they they show they all like hang out at Lord Nikon's place for a bit and watch this TV show where it's just these two dudes that I guess hack the well, the show's called Hack the Planet and they're like here's a payphone and they show how to rip it off essentially and just record the dial tone which was a thing that was something you could do could you could do you could do you could do you could do that <laughs> uh, on a, is record it and then essentially get a free call which back then you know what was it ten cents and then eventually a quarter and then. 65 cents or whatever but it doesn't matter commercial. scotty they're ran by these money hungry corporations so that's why we do it mm-hmm mm-hmm exactly Act the planet fucking right fucking right we will um we gotta learn how to hack first so <laughs> yeah probably um the scene though that i appreciated was uh when they are looking at angelina jolie's laptop and in the dark in her bedroom for some reason. Uh, the display looks cool. Yes, of course. Yes, yes. And then she bursts in with her would-be boyfriend or whatever the hell he is, uh, and they're making out, and then she realizes that they're all just standing there at her computer, and they're saying, like, they want this computer to have their babies, and she's like, it's, yeah. it is pretty sweet, huh? And she's more honed in on that than yeah. scoring with some dude. I was like, okay, yep, this is... Uh, this is similar to some nerd life in uh, that the bit. internet is oh come on the internet's all over that anymore like whatever um chicks or what's it game um gamer girls no nope that's the opposite of what i'm trying to say uh not nerds before birds but essentially that whatever games before dames no i've yeah, never I think heard that no it's hoes well, before it's bros before hoes is what it is. 
Yeah. Don't try to nerd it up, son. Like <laughs> keyboard, laptops before mic tops. Um, checking my notes here to see about other stuff we haven't talked about yet. Uh, there, just this movie has a certain style that is fucking ridiculous, and I think it's great because it's visually ridiculous. It's just there's so many colors, and yet it's still grungy and gross and dirty at the same time. Um. Well, and... also, like, it sets up shit. It does what a lot of movies nowadays doesn't do. It does... It has small setups and payoffs that you notice throughout the movie. And mm-hmm. I, the biggest one is, like, Joey was originally the one that hacked into the Gibson to prove that he was a hacker. Oh, he got he started. Yeah, he started all this, and then he gets his redemption at the end, because you're like, oh, Dade's gonna save the day. Now, Dave gets stopped. Like, Dave get, Plague stops Dade, and then everyone's he, like, oh, oh shit, it's, Joey's yeah. doing it. And Joey gets you know, basically saves the day at the end of it. Right, 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 right. Um, There's a couple montages in this. I was going to talk about that one, but I didn't oh, want to skip man. the challenge that happens for some reason. I mean, there's just, Bad. there's an, there's an ego ballot, uh, that yeah, ego battle between um, acid burn and crash override. And they decide to have a hack off pretty much um, to mess basically, with this, uh, this, um, I think I think he's Secret Service as well, right? Or the he's the head the of the police? Secret Service. The, he's the okay. head of the Secret Service that's in charge of this, and he's always the one that's on the TV saying that hackers are terrorists that are right, always right. doing this and this. So they're like, well, we're gonna mess with him. Where they like cancel all of his credit cards. They put out an ad to like a sex hotline and all that. That didn't age well, but yeah. No, um, and then ultimately they kill him digitally, not physically. Yes. Oh yes, yes, yes. Uh, Dick Gill, Richard Gill. Um, is is his name, but that that's fun because it doesn't make sense. I think. Um, Well, that shows that it's not like we're trying to save the world all the time. It's like let's fuck with this person that's putting out a bad name for us. Yeah, just a contest, and then the winner has to wear a dress on the date that they will inevitably have because that's what the gamble. That didn't make sense. That part didn't make sense to me. Like he clearly was interested in Angelina Jolie's character, and so he wanted a date with her. She clearly, well, tried to portray that she did not, but agreed right. that there will still be a date. It's just who will wear the dress on the date is, I think, the gamble. Well, which... she she hates dates, but she hates losing more. So that's oh, the yes. whole reason oh, she jumped on it. But God. if you don't, yeah. if you hate losing and you hate dates, then you would be like, no, let's, if you do this, then I want this to be done. Well, she said you could be my slave. That's what it was. That's not, yeah. It turns. Oh, was it? Oh, that's game. right. Yeah, yeah. So the original wager was if he wins, she goes on a date with him, and she has to wear a dress. And then, well, in hers was you have to be my slave, but not like a sexual slave. Like you got to do all the grunt work that I would do and all that stuff. And right. then it turns into who's going to wear a dress on our date, and you just kind of forget what she wants originally. Which I get. I don't know. It's weird. There's plot holes in the movie. So yeah. But eventually they figure out that somebody's hacking the Gibson to steal money, essentially, and it's the plot from Office Space, which is also the plot from Superman 3, uh, where they're stealing money in a fraction of a cent or whatever over time. Yep. But it, it, yeah, which was like, which I never picked up on until now, but probably because I watch Office Space often enough that I remember that. Um, but uh, I don't know. that It doesn't matter at all. It's it's so in, insignificant for this whole thing. Um Let's see here, though. Uh, did you also <laughs> mistake that band in the club for Hack the Planet 
for Rage Against the Machine for a split second because it totally uh, sounded like them. Absolutely not, because I know who the members of Rage Against the Machine well, look th- like. Okay, I, before you <laughs> saw them, I thought anyway. Uh, I mean, no. I, so I get what you're saying with the tone. It's that it's that rap rock kind of ta- like it is not that song but i get what you're saying yes i Uh get what you're saying i can get into the semantics of that's not zach de la roca's voice so but well yeah i get it It, it's very public enemy like sounding a little bit too so i get it i get what you're saying did you dig the bassist space it was pretty cool yeah (laughs) (laughs) a giant piece of an upright bass uh but uh i loved it yeah, the uh, we had the the tropey traffic jam that was created by the hackers hacking the streetlights, which is apparently like just a requirement. Because I remember that from Die Hard. I remember that from uh, I forgot Enemy now. of the State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the other one I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we need to talk about the epic scene where all of their laptops are opened at once because that was stupid and great. But for some reason, Dade has this like R zone. Uh, what the extra. Fuck does that even do? Like, I, I, the only thing I can think, because I was probably thinking about this too much, was like it was a second display for him, which I can imagine would help you a lot in this world of single display monitors and crap. He, but they never, they like, never like zoom in. They, they miss an opportunity to like zooming through that lens into what he sees. You know, maybe it was too hard to do without CG. Probably, maybe, probably. Yeah, I don't know. He looked like a Borg from Star Trek. That's all it looks like to me. Like, yeah, it looked, I guess so. It was goofy. I get it. It looked cool, but so, it didn't do anything. So Some things that did actually happen in this uh, part of the hacking world, like different incident, incident, incidents, sure. uh, they, there was dumpster diving to find like passwords for yes. stupid companies that just fucking pitch those. Like That's the dumbest the reason, thing in the world. It's the reason there's sh- uh, shredding companies now. Yeah, like legal shredding. Like you, It's illegal to remove things from those shredder, from those mm-hmm. trash cans you put into whatever. Uh, I worked at a bank. I know how it works. Um, the uh, <laughs> And also like the flare, I guess, like the flare gun maneuver was a real thing too. That was something that happened when they were hunting for all that shit. And the... Um, the uh shit there was another thing let me check my notes here oh i know exactly what you're gonna say about the flare gun the flare gun you can see in the movie you can see the the cable that instead of her instead of angelina julie actually just shooting a flare gun at a security officer it was a rocket on it it was like a firework on a cable and you can see it in that split scene you can see the cable that's really great that is pretty great i'm trying to find the other thing I had, but I can't now. Um, bear with me a moment here. There was something. Uh, you gotta give me something, is, man. <laughs> um, sorry, zoning out. Uh, what are you looking the, for? The other things that actually happened in real life regarding this bullshit. Oh, I can help you with on. that. I mean, there's a manifesto that one of the uh, so one two of the Mark Anthony. An- Anthony, yeah, Anthony is uh, the historical figure. Uh, Mark Anthony is sitting, he's one of the FBI agents that, or the Secret Service that's uh, tailing the hackers and all that stuff. And then the other guy is Mr. Baldman. I don't know who his name was, uh, but he's reading a hacker like manifesto and all oh, this stuff. Yeah. The manifesto was a real hacker's manifesto called The Conscience of a Hacker by Lloyd Blankenship and was nice. asked. It was asked by, or they asked him if they could use it, and he approved it. Nice. So, May as, do you I have that in front of you that you could read it? May as well now. 
I don't know if I have the actual manifesto in front of me. Uh, God I can look damn it. it. Quick. Who are you to tell me anything? <laughs> I can say whatever I want to. Um, uh, a hacker. Let's see if we can find it. Uh, it's, oh, it's a whole essay. Hold on a second. It's a, apparently that was just an excerpt that they read. But the oh, conscience, I'm sure. The Conscience of a Hacker, also known as the Hacker Manifesto, is a small essay written in January 8th, 1986 by a computer hacker by the name of The Mentor, born Lloyd Blankenship, uh, who belonged to the second generation of hacker group Legion of Doom. That's cool. And then the manifesto was published in Hacker Ezine called Frack. That's just you written all over that is what it was. Me? Uh, what? E- yeah, all of that that I just said. Hacker Ezine called Frack. That's all. Like, I could see you reading Frack, like, in the 90s. Oh, son, I, I published it. Um, uh, so... But yeah, the Wikipedia doesn't say what the actual manifesto is. Oh, okay. Ooh, you could go That's to frack.org. The website still exists. Anyone could. They could. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, this thing is long. I'm trying to... Do we remember how it starts off? Uh, what do you mean? How, how the like, movie starts in, off? In, in the movie, how, where does it start in the manifesto? Does it... I, uh, I mean, are you looking at the script? You could just do Control-F for manifesto. No, I'm looking at the uh, actual manifesto. I don't know. You can go look that um, up. But... Something like death, like kill or death. Look up one of those words. Uh, the only thing I can see right now is this is our world now, the world of Electron and the Switch, the beauty of the BOD. We make sure the service already exists without paying for what uh, what could be dirt cheap if it wasn't run by profiting gluttons. Hey, there you go. They took that that line that Ray, uh, Razor and Blade said. Yeah. Okay, then you read it. Uh oh, yes. Uh, well that that's kind of where it started, but um, yeah, we exist without nationality, skin color, or religious bias. You wage wars, murder, cheat, lie to us, and try to make us believe it's for our own good. Yet we are the criminals. Yes, I am a criminal. My crime is that of curiosity. I am a hacker, and this is my manifesto. You may stop me, but you can't stop us all. Uh, yeah, so that last part I don't think is in the manifesto. I don't see Oh, that. that's, well, I just read, that was a hacker's quote. That was from the movie yeah, itself. but, no, that's cool, because I was, while you were reading it, I was finding the lines you were saying, so they took a little bit of everything of the last of the manifesto. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. I, I think it's cool that they actually, because they could have, this movie There's a lot worse. of stuff that is legitimately sourced in this from the hacker world, which yes. I think is pretty cool, because it could have been bad. They did their homework. Yeah. They did. They definitely did their homework. So yeah, um, and and a lot and two of the main two of the consultants on the movie are in the bonus stuff for this, which I'm going to keep on plugging. But the costume designer mentioned that to this day he gets emails of people asking where the jackets and the different outfits mm-hmm. are from because I'm sure people are cosplaying or just whatever related well, to this want movie, them. like want to yeah, like some sort of insane thing um and uh something else that i found interesting was the director very much wanted to portray hacking and cross it over with the world of rock and roll uh, which you definitely see and he mentioned that like the laptops are on literal guitar straps that they're carrying around as they're rollerblading and stuff (laughs) and how they decorate everything and and customize it which that would have just fucking spray painting that keyboard would have ruined it but that's fine um, 
Sure. Yeah. Wait, sure it wouldn't know. ruin it or it would? No, it would ruin it. Yeah, that's <laughs> it what I mean. It would 100% ruin it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that didn't make sense. But how often do you see that in a movie, which when they're preparing for war, essentially, because he's literally spraying a camo pattern onto that dumb thing. Yeah, um, I do. I do like like you were talking about some of the some of the montage scenes towards the end when they're starting. Everyone's starting their hacking. Yes, uh, they apparently had a rotating dolly. And they just put everybody individually on that dolly. And Why? I love it. It's oh. so stupid. It's so God, great. You, this I, you spinning... are the only person I've ever met in my I life. I lost my mind. As much. I lost my mind when that was happening because I didn't remember awesome. it at all. And it was just yeah. great. It's an awesome um, little like trick, like movie trickery. Because literally you just make a little spinning dolly that they stand on and then you record it. It's It's pretty smart, but... It's what goofy a, as fuck. <laughs> what about what about um when uh he says who that he was zero cool because they're trying I didn't really know what they were trying to do exactly they were doing this like group hacking sex, session of staying up all night and trying to get in I guess it was them trying to get into the Gibson was that what that scene was No they were trying to figure out what was on the disc and why it was important Oh okay yeah so because I very much enjoyed the quote where they realized who he was and uh, Lord Nikon like quoted the New York Times thing. Uh, he's like, Yeah, because he has a photographic memory, which they 15, set up earlier in the movie. Yeah, and they go back to multiple times. 1,570, or 15, what was it? 15,007? 1,507. 1,507, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then he says all that and quotes everything and looks at, at Dade and he's like, Yo, I thought you was black, man. <laughs> For some reason, I thought that was fucking hilarious because it didn't need, it wasn't needed. Didn't have to be in there at all. Nope. But couldn't uh, have been delivered by any other character but the African American character in the movie as well. <laughs> he'd want to be believe that some dumb white kid could do this, you know? I guess, but uh, yes, all of it's so dumb and great. Um, and yeah, there's just a lot of like it's a visual roller coaster this movie and the rollerblades don't make sense. The phone booths don't make sense. I was trying to think of another movie where they hacked into a phone booth, but I can't, but I know I've seen that somewhere else. Um, That's your new website you can make. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe it was with war games. He didn't. Oh, he sort of did that like beep. He like did the, the hang up thing a bunch of times to try to find something Mm -hmm. else. I forget what exactly operator and all that. So something. Um, Yeah. uh, Let's check our listener questions real quick. No. Um, we don't we don't I mean those. I asked my, the only question that I really have is and when I was typing it I was like this movie has already basically been made more ways than one already but I was like could this movie be like could you do a remake of just hackers like to capture could you still capture what this movie captures from the 90s or would it just be another Mr like something like Mr Robot or something very serious no color it would be all gray and dark mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm, i think that's mm-hmm. how it would be nowadays unfortunately i have not seen anything of mr robot so i don't know other than christian slater and uh what's his name uh, uh who, who was also I... uh in bohemian rhapsody yep i'll look it up I know Something. his face. I know exactly what he's talking about. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah. I. Rami like, Malik. That's it. I, I knew it would start with a raw. A, a raw. It started with a raw. Jesus, man. 
But yeah, no, it looks buddy. like you definitely enjoy this movie, and it it makes me happy to see how happy this movie made you. So, um, after watching this, and then eventually the bonus stuff, but like when this movie finished, uh, it's so dumb and great. It might be one of my favorite movies. Oh, that's not up there with with mine, sir. Well, no, that's that's all right. It's okay to be wrong sometimes. But you I think are perpetually after... stuck in the nineties in your brain, though. Like, I would. If this movie I told had ska in it. Like had what? If it had ska music in it. Oh, like, ska! I thought it. you said style, and I'm like, it's got plenty of style. Um, the uh, the uh, after I finished this. I said to Rachel, I'm like, I just kind of want to live in the world that this movie has because it's not realistic and it's fun, but it's fun. And it's just like the nerds are cool and cooler than the there are no jocks. I appreciated that, though. You got to give it that, that they didn't have like the stereotypical football player shove one of these fuckers down in the hallway or some such nonsense. Well, I mean, because they're already because they're in high school. I'm assuming that all of them probably but Joey might be in their last year of high school. But I didn't see look at them as high schoolers. I looked at them as like college kids, is what I looked at them. Yeah, because they are all in their thirties, probably, (laughs) or something. Maybe not back Uh, then, but yeah, yeah. Oh no, they didn't look at all like they were in high school. Um, Yeah, no, I love this movie. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. I think it's a lot of fun. I think you got to go into it with that Saturday afternoon, like turn your brain off. Do not try to follow the plot. that's what and, you said about the wizard too. Like if it was on TV, I'd catch it or something like that. That's what Eddie said, and thank you for confusing us. <laughs> you think I'm ever going to remember that shit? I tell you the same story about how I got a Sega Genesis every time I talk to you. <laughs> yeah, I know you do. I know. Um, I would say watch this. I would say if it's cheap, grab it the grab the Blu-ray with the bonus stuff because it's a lot of times with like especially crazy anniversary editions, you've got like three hours, four, five hours of bonus shit. Nah, no, yeah. one hour. I I I got through that in two settings sittings. Um, and I, I was kind of bummed there's no commentary, but that's okay. But this this is another thing where like they did the interviews, the bonus stuff for Shout Factory. Um, right. And they talked about. Could the you imagine following. them being able to get uh, Angelina Jolie to do commentary on that now? Oh boy, I don't even She'd know. Be like, oh, who is this? That was another. They, they talk about a lot of stuff with like the costumes and stuff. I guess she came in with long hair when they were starting to make this movie, and they wanted to make her appear more androgynous and kind of give her more of a um, militaristic vibe almost. Uh, mm-hmm. But she was like, they had to like stop her from just shaving her head bald before it got as short as it did so um i thought i don't know i thought that was interesting like they all committed to the bit and there was another there's a ton of factoids and stuff but like we mentioned the colors and the vibrancy of some things apparently it was so bright on set that like the cast was walking into every scene with sunglasses on before they started shooting um because how they were lighting everything uh but yeah i you know maybe it's the fact that i feel like everybody's stuck in that foot clan hq during the first turtles movie in this in this movie um maybe it's matt lillard's crazy performance i don't know i just love everything about this it's so over the top and the cast is amazing aside from the main character who sucks balls um hell even his mom's a better actor than he is he's just like "Mm -hmm." which also big thing that he said he didn't play well with others then why the fuck does he care if they were moving away from their hometown or wherever like he clearly doesn't have any friends he sits on a computer what the fuck's he bummed out about i think that was more of like i'm not gonna let this guy intimidate me so fuck you like that's why he said that 
but it sounded oh, oh, cooler to say, okay. to say it that way because he was oh, talking, saying gotcha. it to play when they first meet you know they first had their first interaction with each other yeah so, which is a like more realistic thing than most things in this that they're trying to recruit a hacker to help them find a hacker like that that is how people get jobs yeah i mean that's <laughs> that's how it would work nowadays because if you're a yeah. good enough hacker and your the government's like hey you want to work for us some of them be like okay yeah. Or some of them will be forced to because of the shit they've been doing. So, <laughs> or that, yeah, or that. But, no, um, I mean for listeners, Scotty, Scotty's just gonna like we're gonna watch all the movies Scotty wants to. So we're gonna get the '90s out of the way first. I don't think we are. <laughs> I I have a feeling there'll be some down the road, but we'll see. Um, so I don't no, know that yeah. we have. Uh, we could refer to our list. I don't know that we have anything picked out next. Uh, I, I'd like. We'll get to the point where we can recommend thing or not recommend. Um give people a heads up if they want to watch along uh or whatever so i don't think we have a choice quite yet did you no, have any idea yet. yeah that's fine. uh there's some that i was thinking of but you gotta movies are easier to watch than playing a game or watching a full series of a tv show yeah i i got a little too much going on right now to commit to a show or a game <laughs> yeah uh i don't know we'll see we'll think about it yeah. Uh, I've been kind of kind of eyeing the Transformers movie. Yeah, so that would be. Maybe. Dude, I could talk about that right now, but I do. I've been meaning to watch that again to properly introduce uh, for newcomers. My girlfriend Rachel has never seen. I think she saw some of the parts of the new Transformers, and I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> You gotta like, you gotta oh, get it. I got the beginning and end of that word that you just said because your mic cut you out because it knew. Oh yeah, sorry. I hit. I went. I went transformer. I couldn't say yeah. it really loud. So. Brown, brown, brown. Yeah. yeah, good stuff. That fucking song has lyrics to it, but no. Uh, yeah. So from all of us to you, uh, you should watch this movie. Uh, maybe Scotty might say watch it over and over again. I'd say at least give it one viewing just it's to see what it's you time. Think it's ahead of its time. Sure, sure it is. It had a Game Gear. <laughs> All right, I think that's going to be it for us, though, right? Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, we've been the Static Zone podcast, and we don't have a motto to go out on, so... Uh, we don't need a motto. Have a, I don't know, that's my static sound. <laughs> hack the planet. H hack the planet! Hack the planet! They're trashing everything! You didn't... Uh, yeah, look at that pooper. That's fine. We'll keep them in the, the, the dark on the pooper. Ooh, it peaked then. All right, I am done recording. Hidden beneath the world we know is the world they inhabit. Dave? Yeah, Mom? What are you doing? I'm taking over a TV network. I'll finish up, honey, and get to sleep. They're hackers. Hackers penetrate and ravage private and publicly owned computer systems. Hack the planet. Hack the planet! It's not just something they do. Sure, this sweet machine's not going to waste. Are you challenging me? It's who they are. I win, you wear a dress on our date. And if I win, so do you. They can crack any code. Get inside any system. Hello? Mr. Gill, according to our records, you're dead. 
I'm what? But this time... Come here, look at this. It's some kind of virus. Unless $5 million is transferred to the following account, I will capsize five oil tankers. They just hacked the wrong guy. Game's over. Whoever wrote this needs somebody to take the fall. He's about to commit the perfect computer crime. You've created a virus that's going to cause a worldwide disaster? And they're about to take the blame. A hacker planted the virus. But it's the perfect cover. Don't move! Don't move! Can we be allies? I don't play well with others. Oh, wow, we are fried. Okay, let's nail it. No. You're not good enough to beat me. Yeah, maybe I'm not. But we are. They're the only ones who can prevent a catastrophe. I know how to stop this guy. I'll trace you like that. Are you nuts? Come at me! Unlike any the world has ever seen. Never send a boy to do a woman's job. Hackers of the world unite. Cops on the building. I need more time. This is the end, my friend. United Artists welcomes you to the new world. Yeah.